Namaste. My name is Neelima. Welcome to Reflections Along the Way podcast where you will be listening to reflections from experiences and learnings along my life's journey. Understanding of the scriptures is developed by studying the scriptures. and the feeling for god increases by devotion but only study of the scriptures or the feeling for god is not sufficient to realize the truth because the truth lies beyond the mind to really experience truth then we must use the mind to rise above and beyond the mind through meditation in the seat of meditation that is what will help us realize the truth as our own self all the knowledge of vedanta that we gain through study will not help us directly experience the truth yet because the mind that has studied and absorbed the teachings of vedanta still has all its old habits old patterns old tendencies in order to experience the truth directly and reap the benefits of studying vedanta we need to develop a new habit we need to create a new habit in the mind which replaces the habit of seeing ourselves seeing our identity as the body mind and intellect again and again we must disidentify with the not self and identify with the self the masters the great masters have given us many paths to evolve spiritually karma yoga where we act without any selfish desires bhakti yoga where we learn how to be devoted to the lord jnana yoga where we study the scriptures and understand the nature of the truth but in addition to all these different paths we must consciously turn away from all the extroverted uh distractions extroverted pursuits and turn the mind to contemplate upon the nature of the self the mind learns to um accept and get into this new habits of thinking through practicing meditation in meditation the mind dwells only on one thought a thought that reminds us of the lord and of our own pure nature in order to meditate our minds require preparation it needs to go through various methods of purification that have been prescribed by the masters in the scriptures in the seat of meditation we are there only for a very small portion of the day and the rest of the day we are engaged in different activities how we engage in these activities determines the quality of our meditation on the seat of meditation for example if all the activities we are engaged in throughout the day are selfish and greedy then while meditating or when we attempt to meditate the mind is obviously very agitated with disturbances in contrast if we have spent our day in a very disciplined and selfless way with a pure mind then the mind automatically is peaceful and ready for meditation that's why in order to meditate qualitatively we need to organize our day in such a way 
that we prepare our personality with a conducive atmosphere for meditation so even after preparing the mind with all these methods of purification the masters still advises not to dive directly straight into meditation but they what the the suggestion they give us is to first prepare the mind by chanting the lord's names new students of vedanta initially wonder why they need any other sadhana why can't they just directly do meditation it's natural for seekers to question uh, why preparatory techniques such as japa are needed so japa means repetition of a divine name basically and to answer this question the masters give an explanation in japa the mind is given a mantra to chant continuously and exclusively so that it reaches that single pointed concentration single pointed attention which is the beginning state of meditation so japa is basically a training that prepares the mind of a student for meditation by bringing the mind to a single pointed focus without this initial preparation the students attempts at meditation are likely to fail in fact the practice of japa properly done can bring about a sustained single pointedness of the mind when compared to any other hasty attempts to meditate so a mind which is trained to do japa properly can progress in meditation in a very short period of time the logic behind japa is very simple without a thought in the mind there is no word or form for example can we say like a pen without imagining the form of a pen no can we say lake without imagining the uh, image of a lake no so there's a close connection between name and form that is the underlying principle of the uh, technique of japa as soon as we chant the mantra an association of the form automatically rises up in the mind another way of looking at it is japa creates attachment to the mantra that we are chanting so basically attachment is nothing but thoughts continuously flowing towards an object when thoughts flow towards an object continuously our attachment to it also increases when we reduce the thoughts flowing towards an object then our attachment also decreases thus what we are doing with japa is by continuous repetition of the name of the lord we get attached to him and consequentially we get detached from the world of objects so that helps in making the mind calm and single pointed in the next episode we'll discuss the process for meditation Thank you for listening to today's reflections. If you would like to connect with me, please visit bluishmuse.com. Until next time, namaste.